We're we're running up uh, Meadows Casino too. Yes. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> yes, gambling sir. addiction time. Heyo! Welcome back, everybody. Howdy, boys. Shred and Beans. Uh, season two, we back. Another episode. Yo, yo, we going to Wendy's to get that 4 for 4 mm-hmm. A 4 for 4 baby. Episode f- four. But uh, we have a special guest on the line for today. I'd rather, say, I'd rather say a smelly guest, but mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Elliot, aka Smelly, on the line today. What's going on? Uh huh. One of my roommates. Only one more to go, and then they will have all been on the podcast. But uh... and we'll stop yelling at him to let us on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually shocked we didn't we didn't get you on earlier. To be honest. Well, we had that um that one time we were thinking about doing it with me and ian i remember what we were going to talk about there was something that oh yeah it was the it was when i went to jacks oh yeah yeah i was prime but um sort of just fell through but hey you're on mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm here now excited to be here mm-hmm. whenever there's actually something to talk about other than a trip mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit of nfl a comments I'm sure that you want to get off of your your uh since uh Saquon Barkley is a bum. Like can That's we say all that? I gotta say. I don't know. He did okay he's, this week for fantasy, I thought. He's still he's still making Jacob lose games. Oh <laughs> yeah. You didn't hear that from me though. Mm. Who did he have in like other than him this week? But, since you brought since you brought up Saquon, um, let's talk about the Giants in general. Jesus, <laughs> losing to the Falcons if, if, on a Eli like on like on an Eli Manning like retirement game, or like might as well be Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, That's what he looked like. If you told someone said this on a podcast and. Thinking about it, it's like, damn, if you if you allowed the Falcons to score 17 points and they won, <laughs> the other team's <laughs> offense, like, damn. <laughs> what a I guess, yeah, wrong. I guess here we are in 2021 where the Giants are employing Jason Garrett to call plays for them. Mm-hmm. Have probably one of the worst O-lines in the league. While Dan- Danny Dimes has shown like potential to like be decent, it's just the consistent level, as well as like, as well as like protecting the ball. Yeah. Would it be fair? He also had like half of his wideouts like get injured that game. Which one? Uh, Slayton and <laughs> uh, Shepard that got injured. Since you brought up, oh yeah, you brought up receivers too. Um, they spent the first round pick, like uh-huh. they, they traded down ten spots away from the pick that was Justin Fields to get Kadarius Tony, and then they don't even use him. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Like the talents there, I don't know why they aren't using him in any way. But 
It just amazes me watching him like as a gator. Yeah. Who did who do they have up like next week? They got a... They have the Saints, I think. Ugh. That's probably not looking good. Mm-mm. They got Saints, Cowboys, Rams, Panthers, Chiefs, <laughs> Raiders, Bucks. Yeah, they're, they're not winning the division. Until they play Philly. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That was a, a horrible game tonight. I don't know if you watched any of that. Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, you're talking about Eagles and Cowboys. Yes. It was, Christ. It was kind of like too much action. Like an interception or a two or whatever, like good to watch in a football game, but that many and like all the turnovers at the start and all the craziness, I feel like it was just a little too much to like actually make it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I think that like like really one side boys, yeah, like they found their way after they had that one fumble, but man, like yeah, the Eagles just look terrible. Jeez. Watching their offense makes me want to vomit. It was just like there were like throws that looked good, but just like really hurts was just not looking that solid out there at all. It might be Minshew time. I mean, didn't hear that from me though. He did all right at hurts? like the later part. Of I don't. Mm. That's a yes. I know that's what you're referencing. <laughs> <laughs> he saved me, so I gotta give him a little credit. <laughs> yeah, they just look awful. Before I talk about Hurts for a bit, let's just point out that Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell, I think, each of them had three carries the whole game. Yeah, why did they not want that, to like run the ball? That is literally unacceptable to do against the Cowboys. For the most part, like, not that good run defense. Like, it's been better than it was last year, but it's still, like, nothing really good. And then Jalen Hurts tonight. Damn, he looked to me. I'll be honest, he looked really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell on some of the throws, specifically the pick six, where he's just staring down at receivers. And just it's just, like, one of those first three QB throws, you know? Yeah. And I think if he is going to last in the league, he's going to have to work on, like, going through his progressions, like, much better or more effective rather than just having play designs and just relying on a game plan yeah. to create offense. Well, how much? Speaking of game plan, <laughs> Nick Sirianni has not done a good job the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Last week was rough, yeah. It was like with the 49ers, no offense in that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think – just, It just seems like they're they're just putting way too much on Hurts than, than they need to put on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if even if they were to, like, run the ball more, you know, I just don't know if, like, Hurts is, like, the answer. Like, <clears throat> Like for Philly, long term. Like I know it's that was only his what like seventh start, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's hard to like uh, rule him out this early, but like from what I saw tonight, I don't know. 
think they. I mean, like, so like, where's the cutoff there? Like, if you look at the quarterbacks that are like established now, and you know they have respect and everything, how long did it take them to get like a footing? Did they pick it up? Just well, not well. Not every QB is like that, especially ones that are second round to third round picks. Mm. Since since Jalen Hurts really falls into that category. Well, so, I mean, that you're saying he doesn't need any more time. He's definitely going to be a flop no matter how long he's in. No, I'm not saying that. But at the same time, there's a lot of stuff he needs to work on if he wants to be. If he wants to get to – I'm trying to think of a best-case scenario for Jalen right now. Not play for the Eagles. No, but, like, QB <laughs> – no, but <laughs> I guess so, but – Think of like a QB comparison for Jalen Hurts. That would be best case scenario. What what kind of player are we looking at? Uh, like, he, like a more athletic Tyrod Taylor. Actually, he had, after he had injury, parts three. <laughs> no. He had parts of the game where he he could have been in good spots. Like he's running out to the side, going out of the pocket, and. It's just that he's not making the right decision, like whether he needs to run it or whether he needs to throw it. And so, I mean, anytime exactly. that he tries to run, he's locked up. Mm-hmm. Even if that means that, like, the person locking him up went off his man for, like, you know, and it exactly. wouldn't have been a crazy pass, but just like a, a real easy short completion. And mm-hmm. you're just, once you're under pressure, you're making the wrong choices. So I think you just need to be a little bit more calm. I, I will say this his pocket presence is like, is incredible for of uh running he does yeah but he's not he's not just like long <laughs> runs after he gets some pressure mm-hmm. and that's something that probably doesn't get talked enough and about enough with his game if we're being real yeah i mean i think you also have to look at his o-line if like is his o-line really like helping him out enough to where he's able no. to hold himself like in the pocket no, and not have had injuries for mm. what is going on year four. Yeah, and it's like they haven't really addressed the issue, and they've just hoped all their players are going to be healthy. Like I think tonight, Jordan, my, my I forgot, I don't know how to say his name. The left watched tackle. One of, yeah, I watched one get. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Carted off, but yeah. My Lotta, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was actually ironic because they drafted Landon Dickinson, who was just coming off an ACL tear. So it's like they were adding more injuries to the group. Mm-hmm. But I think just consistency in terms of having the same line every week would be helpful for that team, but – just don't know if it's gonna happen. Yeah, not entirely realistic there. But uh, speaking of uh, teams with that might need a new, uh, huh. new, uh, a quarterback like under center, we move on to the one o'clock red zone. One time I saw them on offense. The game was on at work, so I did see a little bit there. It's just no way we lose like that, like. Shit, that was a pitiful. People, people still sleeping on the bungles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, and they they have the jag, they have the jaguars and the jets within their two of their next three. Four and two. Mm-hmm. 
And before, before Let's, I talk, uh, down wait. here. Let's slow down here. <laughs> what do you Jags mean? on the come up. <laughs> nah. Urban Meyer said Urban best Meyer about, about to leave for he health. Said, he said, just wait. Urban Meyer is starting to have heart problems again. <laughs> okay, but... so speaking of, speak. We got, what is it, four teams that are three? Is that got, right? Yeah, we got Rams. You got Raiders and Broncos. Yeah. What and about Cardinals? Arizona as well. Right. And Panthers. And the Panthers. Can't so, forget about the Panthers. Well, so is that five? Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Right, well, so I mean, you take which, one of the teams there. It's the oddball. Look yeah, at the Broncos, which, which one of those are the most fraudulent? Look at the Broncos, man. Broncos have fraudulent written all over them. Dude, okay, so they are the 3-0. The Jets are some of their wins. And Giants, Jesus. And all of them are 0-3. <laughs> to be fair, there are plus 50-point differential. Mm-hmm. Some credit. But they also played three of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I would hope they would be three and zero after that. But so, who do they got next week? Oh, they got Baltimore. Ah, it's over for them. Uh, I don't know. Baltimore hey. was looking kind of shaky. This God damn it, dog! I'm pissed about that, dude. I'm I'm actually upset about that game. Uh, on a field goal, 66-yarder too, bro. Like, watching that, I thought there was zero way. That they I love how I dunked up and then just went in. Yeah. <laughs> it was just insult to injury. It's literally the most, like, Lions way to lose a game, I swear. That's just. The Lions do look a hell of a lot better than. What people expected them. I think considering I the think talent they, they have on that team. Yeah, they look like they have a lot of heart out there. Schedules, like these first three weeks, and I think that they've been competitive for the. Yeah, that's <laughs> all you can really ask. So, I mean, they they kind of got screwed, but I, I definitely wouldn't count them out. Like they're gonna have an uphill battle, but they've looked all right so far. Like the only concern with that team is. Like what? What players do they have with some sort of upside in terms of like players that will progress to get better throughout the year? You know, with the let's take the Jags and the Jets for example. Like, yeah, they look terrible, but they also have rookie QBs. They have a bunch of young players that are developing, and just throughout, just like going through the year, like you assume those players are going to get better and more comfortable, and. Don't really know um, what players Detroit has like that. I mean, maybe if Okuda didn't get hurt, maybe him. Swift. And, like, we already know, like, Swift and Hawkinson. Mm. And Penny Sewell, that's another one. Yeah, he'll be really good down the line. But, yeah, I mean. Jared Goff has more potential than he's showing. I think I think Jared Goff is a decent QB. So like, like I don't think he's gonna raise your ceiling, but he's not gonna be the reason that you lose a game all the time. Yeah. Like I. Well, I think I mean like if you let him get settled in with the team a little bit better, that that's probably like one of your upsides for the team. 
Like, if you ask me who's better between Jared Goff and Ben. You, you need to take off. There's yeah, no way. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just way too old now, dog. Can he Like, I think – is he all done, like, like about halfway into this year? Is that a possibility? Are we talking about Ben? No. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're talking about Ben. All right. Um, that that could be a real possibility, especially if this left peck strain thing is real. Like mm. I know it's on throwing shoulder or arm, but so who's taking his place? Haskins. It has Haskins. to be Haskins. Wrong. Mason Rudolph. There's no way. Please don't. We will pray for a savior. Watson draft. <laughs> that dude's gonna be Malik Willis. <laughs> Liberty, Liberty boy. Do you ever, th- do you ever thought I'd be into a Liberty QB? <laughs> the same way nobody thought anyone would be into a QB from Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if we wait like a, like a couple of years, we get Anthony Richardson, like off the Gators. I promise you, if we hold out another year. TJ Watt on the team. Well, Deshaun Watson is a player. What did he sign right for? How many years? How many years he signed for? Four. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Deshaun Watson isn't playing right now, is he? No. no. I don't think we can afford him, to be honest. Well, I mean, brought- his value only goes down as, like, everything progresses. That I, that is actually a hot take, and here's why. Like, imagine, take the team that gets the number one pick this year. Who would you rather have, that pick or Deshaun Watson? I think it's a team by team basis. That's I like. I hate that thing where, because, like, if you if you take Carson Wentz or Nick Foles, no, take like say, that. Say I've that. just no. I've always I've always been kind of annoyed by like getting a QB that has had a couple good seasons. But it was like, you know, two years ago, whatever, because I feel like they're past their prime and it's kind of a waste. But I feel like Deshaun was like kind of in his prime at that time. And so, I mean, like if you have a team that's Super Bowl ready now, then like I think you need to take Deshaun. But if you're like the Jags, we we don't really have any use for a crazy good QB because we're not really ready for anything. We but that, but that's sort of the point. Like, no QB coming out in this draft is anywhere near as val- or good as what Deshaun would have to bring to a table. So you could literally have the number one pick, and it's probably not even as good. Like, take past drafts with Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence. Well, but I'm, I think, like, his value comes down just because of, like, the allegations and everything. And, like, even if it turns out to be true, just the way that, like, everything's unfolded. Mm-hmm. You feel like he's a flight risk, not in his ability to play, but like anything that could possibly happen off the field. I mean, you also got to look at what Carson once got. Like the Eagles had to take a lot of dead money and they got a second and a third. The second could be a first if he plays 75% of the game. So best case scenario for them is a first and a third. And you got that for one of the worst QBs, at least – from what he was in 2020, for a first and a third, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson. I'm all for the Carson Wentz Arguably a top five QB right now. Even though he's not playing, like, let's not. Would have been. We're not going to question, like, the dude's talent. 
Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I, I know the Broncos aren't getting the first overall pick, but if they did, if they did have that, are you trading that for Deshaun Watson? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, they had an oppor- like they had an opportunity to get like a Rogers. Like, yeah, like in this offseason, I don't know Speaking what made them not want to do that. Why do they not want to do that? That's, I don't really get it. Well, isn't oh, that Green Bay? I like, think, Green Bay yeah. was not really trying to get rid of Rodgers. I don't think, yeah, it, it's that. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers wanted to leave this offseason. Yeah. I but. think, like, I mean, th- I don't <laughs> think the Steelers deserve the record that they had last season. But you do have to have a no. amount of skill to get to that point, and so like they're, you know, give or take now a season and a half afterwards. If you picked up Deshaun Watson now, he could do a lot of good. Honestly, I'd, I'd be for the Steelers trading for Deshaun Watson, but I don't know if, how realistic that is. Yeah, it'd be hard, and we would definitely have to get rid of assets. I would, I would be the happiest person alive if we somehow got him. I don't even care that we have to give up three firsts or a couple of seconds. So, what would you, having, give up having, would you give up to have him? You also got to think of it like this. You're having your QB for the next decade with him. Mm-hmm. Like How, how old is he in the league? 25? Yeah, he's yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah. I just typed in Deshaun Watson to a Google search and it says Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> he's 26. Yeah. Literally, and with how long QBs are in the league, like Brady, Rodgers at this point, Breeze went to 40. You at least got your QB for the next decade. I mean, I think that you give up some of your assets now and then – yeah. Work around him for the next ten years. Because exactly. I mean, where you're at right now, you're not going anywhere. It's not really tanking. Unless you're hoping one of these QBs in the draft are gonna be that guy. And if we're being real, like what like what QBs are we talking about? Like Sammy Howe, Malik Willis. I mean Malik Willis is the guy I'd love, but Definitely not Spencer Rattler. <laughs> or, uh, I don't know what other QBs are in this draft. But I don't think any of them are going to be anywhere near as impactful as they've been the past few years. Like, take last year's QB draft class. Like, five, five first-round QB quarterbacks and, like, Three of them could have been the first overall pick in this draft, which is crazy to think about. And, I mean, how many of them are, are producing right now? Or how many of them are expected to produce a season or two, like a season or two down the line? I mean, we just have to wait and see. But, like, all of them do have that potential to be that good. Yeah. Or at least worth where they were picked. I I could easily see Trey Lance being a franchise QB. Fields, maybe if uh, Matt Nagy isn't running his offense, which they they had 40. How many yards did they have? 
at 47 yards, and Justin Tucker's field goal was 66. Damn. But just getting – but knowing that there's not that high upside QB in this draft, like who who are we really reaching for in the draft in terms of QB? Emory Jones. Hmm. Is that your uh, your Heisman winner? No, nah, that's Anthony Richardson. He'll be out next year. Who? Oh. Yeah. Future Heisman winner. Here, but... Steelers don't tank, I guess. Yeah. You you would have to tank if you wanted to get him. I have a feeling he'd be like in the top five. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what we could really – I don't know – I. This year, I feel like there really isn't any. I haven't really looked around. I guess uh, Matt Coral's been up. Uh, yeah, in ranks too. Mm-hmm. What about? So, uh, I'm just looking through mock draft right now because I don't even know if the the guys, a guy that would be nice for the Jags would be Kyle Hamilton. You know, he fit perfectly in that safety role. What's up with them, uh, like, getting rid of uh, C.J. Henderson? Wow. I mean, <laughs> just a waste of a pick. Mm-hmm. That's Basically. all we're going to put it. That's just – Falls into that Akuda category. Like, ninth overall. Just – And I don't get – I don't get why people expect these rookie corners to produce – like what they're potentially going to be like within the first few years. Because it does – cornerback is probably the one position that takes the longest to develop, if we're being real. Yeah. And taking a QB or, Jesus, a corner um, third or ninth, or even that top ten, like they really got to be that high-end impact player. If you're willing to draft them that high, mm-hmm. and what corners have really done that, like taking top five and be a day one impact, like it took Jalen Ramsey a little bit of time before he was really going. Not yeah. saying not saying he wasn't good his first few years, but he definitely wasn't the lockdown corner that he is today. Mm-hmm. Year one, I can't really name any. Off the top of my head. I mean, you've got guys like that, yeah, but you like not everybody can be a superstar. Other other way, there's like no superstar. So I mean, how much do you have to produce then to just be like a good cornerback that's worth having in? Well, I mean, I think you you can still have like first round corners. It's just the expectation that's placed upon a top five pick. To produce immediately. Yeah. Or top 10 for that matter. And like once they aren't as good as hyped. And teams teams like the Jags who have a new management coming in. They're not patient with that kind of uh, player. Since it's yeah. not their player. All of a sudden they feel like they got to move on from them. Well that's one thing that it's been hardest for the Jags to do. I feel like is move on from what isn't working and just kind of like staying in 
stuck in the mud for way too long. Probably. Especially with I think in, in this with the Bortles this is probably a good example of that. Time, but. I mean there are some cases where yeah, you should probably move off of them sooner than later. But they're def but I feel like if you're a second year corner I guess I feel like he's I feel like he's gonna be a much better player for Carolina than he what we saw in Jacksonville. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think anybody on the Jags will play better on another team. It's just, I mean, they were in shambles, and you can have like a real good coach come in, but I like I I wouldn't expect really anything from this season, no matter who we have or anything like that. That's why yeah. Trevor Lawrence ain't even looking that good. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like you got, and that's like I I hate placing blame on like one person. Like Trevor Lawrence looks really bad but i mean the guy yeah. obviously has like like crazy skill yeah like, just, you just can't the expect the jags to do anything this season at all because i mean the they're fresh off anybody that was a playmaker on their team wanted out and was vocal about it and left and so i mean now you've got all these guys with like no direction and I mean, I feel like not enough leadership. Like, a lot of the leaders left the team. I think it just takes, like, a little bit of some time to catch your bearings. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Do we believe that Urban Meyer is the answer? or is that Well, I mean, I, I think it goes into that, too. Like, statistically, no, because college coaches usually don't do well in the NFL. But, I mean, I think really anything is too early to say. And – Certain things need to happen. Like I, I, I'm glad Tebow's not on the team anymore. But um, uh, cap. I think you gotta. I think you gotta work a little bit with your team, and like, you you can't make so many decisions so soon because you need a little bit more time to evaluate what's really going on, and see where like, the weakest spots are and what needs to be fixed first and what could come after that. And but I mean, yeah. three weeks into the NFL, and then I mean, I guess like a training period beforehand you can't judge too much of what's going on yet yeah well i did uh i did listen to vic fangio talk about urban after they played each other the broncos and jags and then i think he said urban's like every week's like playing alabama and that's probably the big difference between college and the pros yeah where Where in college, like, not every game is that serious. Like, you're going to play some team like UConn or Vanderbilt and just – because those teams – you just know those teams aren't going to be good. Yeah. But in the NFL, like, every everybody playing, like, wants to get paid or wants to win. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so there's this – see, for both teams to win. Yeah, and in terms I mean, of what like Trevor, and in terms of, oh, sorry. no, you're good. But like, I like, I feel like, yeah, I think it's just more of like, like, like the talent level is just way like beyond what Urban Meyer is used to. But in terms of what's well, so, well, like, what does that what does that mean? Like the the talent level, of the people he's he's facing, or the talent yeah, level? Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, or is it like, like a little bit of both? 
it's like you can run some like certain like certain things that'll work against like a Big Ten offense or like a Big Ten a defense, but that's not going to work in the NFL. Yeah, and so players that know what they're doing and know how I've, they're working. I feel like that's a little bit of Lawrence's issue. Um, what's what's his name? Andrew Luck, who played mm-hmm. for the Colts. Yeah. Every time that I would watch him play, he was always going for the deep ball. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that that like that Lawrence is kind of like that in a way. And being so successful and being on a team that can so easily get you out of tight spots with like a huge like long pass like that and knowing that you can count on that but i feel like he's he's trying to use that option a little bit too much and when it works like it's electric and it looks great but for the most part it doesn't work and you get in these situations where you're third and long after that and then you're struggling just to get your first down after you send a deep ball on on first or second or whatever and that's the one thing that i'll bring up with trevor is the supporting cast is like nowhere near adequate mm-hmm. being real yeah, like, it does it does hurt that Travis Etienne was hurt yeah that because then you, you got to put a lot more pressure on him but I think I mean I think he's got not the best receiving core but like Chark has okay obviously one. shown that he's more than capable and like Marvin Jones Jr. is doing all right he's always really solid yeah and that's I mean I don't I mean, maybe maybe the line's like fucking up, but realistically, you've got good receivers. It's the just line, if anything, is probably the best part of the offense. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it, even if you have good receivers, you can't always go for that deep route like all the time. And I feel like that's what I'm seeing most of the time when I watch him. This sort of goes into the C.J. Henderson trade, but they sort of don't have that uh, tight end to throw to either. Mm-hmm. That zone target. And if and if we're being real, like there's not necessarily a true X receiver. Like I know DJ Chark's good, but is he gonna be demanding double? Like, yeah, yeah, not like a consistent a go-to guy. Like but, he uh, can't. I think he can't. He is a good receiver, but I don't know if he'll ever be like that good. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a thing of just like they're in the middle of like a rebuild. rebuilding, rebuilding. It's yeah. it, it it will take some time for them. And to and while we've been want. in the middle of rebuilding for like ten years, this is like actually legitimate, like mm-hmm. in shambles. And that's I mean, like if you look at the Texans, they're in shambles too. And I I think you'd be putting way too much pressure on them to have you know even an average season. Just yeah. like all the shit that they went through, and I mean, kind of losing their quarterback, not entirely, and then trading away Hopkins for a bag of chips. Yeah, Houston's this man is probably worse than. Yeah, actually, yeah. and that's I mean, that's they were both pretty bad. After that, you just gotta give it time, and I feel like ever since we went real far in the playoffs, and then kind of took a downhill. Had that one. That. Like where cool. I, I feel like this is rock bottom. But then, and it's, it's not gonna happen. In I one feel like rock bottom has not happened for the Jags yet. Are you serious? 
Uh, no, that's that's my point. I, I'm saying there's a chance it could get worse. Really? Like, if say they go two fifteen or one and sixteen, is that not rock bottom? Oh, what did they go last season? I mean, they went one and fifteen. But yeah. if you say say you extend that longest losing streak, I, I don't well, think they so, will. But to thirty, isn't that rock bottom? Yeah, I feel like that's rock bottom in terms of like record. But I'd rather be one and fifteen with a brand new QB. And I guess I mean Minshew was kind of brand new too, but like a, a brand new QB with crazy like upside. with actual upside. Yeah, like I'm I'm okay with with that being a part of the climb. Meaning, like you know, we're gonna lose all of these games, but every time we lose, we're gonna learn what not to do and what works and what doesn't. More so of what doesn't, and, yeah, and slowly get better at at fixing everything that is wrong. Beginning, I mean, just with how Lawrence plays and how he needs to adjust to, I mean, all the defense stuff. I don't know how. That, and yeah, that what it used to be, but. And that's what it does come down to. It's just development, really. Yeah. Like, you could definitely be patient and, like, hope to see that Trevor Lawrence gets better throughout the season rather than just him being the same QB that he is right now. And even this past week, he's shown, like, good flashes that he can be that guy. But I think with the team that's around him, I don't know if you're going to see that Operational on QB, that uh generational QB that everyone's hyping him up to be. Yeah. So what is he stuck in Jacksonville the rest of his life? Let's say the Jags just never improve. For, forget, forget that. Forget that. Watson. Is he going to be a good QB? That, well, that's I the mean, first, that's the first question to answer before we get to if he's going to be in Jacksonville his whole career. Yeah. Because I, if, I feel if, like good QB is subjective. Like if you could, the way, the way, I mean, at least now the management is a little different, but I mean, Bortles was good enough to keep for how many seasons? The bar isn't crazy high for us to hold on to you as a QB. And it's sort of like the Browns with Baker. Yeah, <laughs> Cleveland's QB situation was so bad for so long that by the time they had someone who was good or above average, it's like holy shit, this is the greatest QB ever. Yeah, and that's and I mean, the- you just hold on to him for too long. The Jags can figure it out, but I don't, I don't know how much I trust the. I mean, like the first year, like under new management, obviously we like we have to wait it out. But mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah. Well, I it's get rough to... to see what they've been like ever since I've been like following them for like six or seven years now. It's just been embarrassing what they've been doing. Yeah, it's it's never been good except for '99 and what yeah. was it like 2017. Yeah, 2017. I mean, that is a, that's literally the one year. a rebuilding season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I get to finally go on record now. Mike in my face and everything. The problem with the Jaguars <laughs> is the owner. 
I'm glad somebody and said that. I don't, I don't give a fuck where you want to start drawing lines, who's not producing, who's not coaching well enough, who's not doing this, who's not doing that. The biggest issue with the Jaguars that we have had is Shad Khan. And it's finally coming to light a little bit, at least. Like, I saw a social media post talking mm-hmm. about Shad Khan's uh, record since he started with the Jaguars and everything. It's abysmal. But if you look at everything that he's done downtown, it's amazing. He built that concert venue literally right attached to the stadium. He's building apartments that are like a walk away from the stadium with like its own little mini town in there. So you can go, you know, to your daily's place and get a nice, I don't know, Arizona tea or some shit. It's great. Like he's doing amazing things for the downtown. But with that, like he doesn't give a fuck about the team. And it's so frustrating to watch as like somebody who just wants them to get average. They don't even need to be the best. I just want them to be competitive and watching him kind of sit complacent with Doug Marone and all these times and like the way that they would release statements before Urban Meyer was the head coach. Like, you know, we're going to stick with him for one more season and see how it goes. And it just gets worse and worse. Or or covering up what he said about the COVID protocols. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I mean, that's a whole thing in itself. (laughs) He he is so bad, and he's so complacent, and he has no desire to win. Like, if you look at an owner, like the Cowboys Mm -hmm. owner, people that, like... The Cowboys will at least always be a little bit competitive because the owner is, like, so invested in the team actually doing well. Man, you know, when, when the last that's, that's, not the, that's not to say that Jerry is the most perfect owner. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, you're you're at least getting a, a hell of a lot more involvement and say than what Shot Khan is doing. Mm-hmm. That's what taking the ha- the hands off approach can both be good and bad at the same time. Like Shot Khan is definitely responsible for why Jacksonville Jacksonville has been as bad as it was, like with the whole Tom Coughlin thing. Yeah, that was a terrible. Well, and that's, I think you need to be. I think you need to be extremely hands on when it comes to whether but, the coach is producing or not. I don't think you need to tell the coach how to coach. But, but at if the same, the coach uh, is obviously struggling and not performing, and is not you know his team isn't going anywhere. Then you need to say we're going to go a different direction. I don't that, fucking know how to coach football. That's why I own the team. You're mm-hmm. the one who's supposed to be coaching it, and you're not doing your job, and I'm the one who fires you. And that just but, doesn't happen in Jacksonville. But that could be a two. That could be a two way. That could be a two way sword where you could have a hands on owner like Dan Snyder, and he does everything in his power to basically destroy the team that the people he employs are essentially told to do. Like, look at the Dwayne Haskins pick. He was in charge of that. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Don't don't involve yourself past anything past like the hiring and the firing. You know, like I want the coach to be able to do what the coach is supposed to do and needs to do for his team. But once he's not producing, he needs to go and somebody else needs to fill in. I agree with that. You know, I don't think I don't think any owner needs to coach what draft picks to do. Like how many of those owners would you say are in the league? To be honest, I don't follow owners enough, so I I couldn't tell you. I just know. Or or I should say, what kind of takeovers? What kind of teams do you think probably know the right time to move on or to stay committed to? Because I think the Falcons probably fall in that same category as the Jags where they held on to Dan Quinn and 
Thomas Dimitridor for like a year too long mm-hmm. and not where they're headed. Like it's sort of the same thing. And if the if the Eagles would have kept Doug Peterson, it would have been the same exact thing too. Well, you'll talk about about teams like we had. A, I don't remember who it was, but we had a, a coach that we got rid of, and then he went over to another team and won a Super Bowl. What was yeah. it? Jacksonville, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of who. Was that yeah. not Coughlin? No. Well, I mean, uh, Coughlin it was, but Coughlin came back as an executive. Yeah. And Coughlin also Coughlin also did good things in Jacksonville. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, his first stint. Not, obviously not his second, but. I don't know. Having an owner that's knows the right time to move on and not, it's not easy to find. Yeah, but I think that's the one skill that the owner has to have for, like, a, for like a winning team. I mean, but I mean, with that said, I mean, all the owners of the teams that are winning and have been winning for a while, they don't really have coaches that they ever need to move on from, at least for a good. Or doesn't it doesn't even have to be a coach could be an executive. I mean, look at the Texans with with their ownership situation, like the, the owner dies and his son takes over and then he gives the keys to Jack Easterby. And look at where that team's gone. Not far. They've they've steeply fallen down. Because I think Easterby was hired in 2019. So you can put two and two together. Okay, what about um, Harbaugh from the 49ers? I know that he... I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad he brought it up. When did he leave? Because I feel like he was kind of out once the 49ers took a little bit of a downturn. You want you want to know what's funny it's about that situation? About seven years. You want to know that you want to know why that situation is so funny? The huh. GM, the GM of that team was Trent Balky. Is the same GM that is now GM of the Jags. <laughs> Small world. So literally the same situation is unfolding on a different team several years later. Crazy how history repeats itself. Mm-hmm. And that I, I was going to bring this up, but I don't trust Trent Bulky to make the Jags a uh, competitive team. Yeah. And it sort of does go back to those Niners teams that, yeah, he did build them, but he also took them down just as fast. I don't remember exactly when they fell off. I know that they had a, <laughs> a eight and eight season or like an average year, and then there was rumblings about Jim Harbaugh getting into heated exchanges with Balky, and then the Niners owner at the time, or I think he's still there, Jed York. They pretty he pretty much sided with the GM, and that Harbaugh went to Michigan as a result. I think where he might he's actually doing great things. No, but oh, this, this, this year, seventy-five percent. This, this year he's winning it, but <laughs> uh, that's brutal, man. 
Another ownership situation is how the Bungles held on to uh, Marvin Lewis. Lewis. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Every owner has their flaw. I'm just going to point that out. Yeah. Like, you're not going to find one flawless owner for the most part. I think the Bengals get get fucked over more than they get credited for. Well, that's their owner being cheap. Mm -hmm. Well, no, just to mean, like, even injuries and stuff. And, like, I mean, I guess to an extent. Some mm, of them, last year, they yeah. should not have lost that playoff game to the Steelers. No, nope. Steelers nope. fan, that, that game lost. That was the greatest. The Steelers, one of the one of one of the greatest last season. Yeah, yeah that dude, game was unreal. Actually, I remember uh, Vontez perfect man. Thank you. First, no, they hit the ball at the Steelers twenty. It was a fr- it was first down. They were down by they were up by one. And the Steelers had all three of their timeouts, and the next play later, they have the ball because Jeremy Hill fumbled it. <laughs> I I felt and that's really not even, bad for him. That's not I even felt so bad into, for Jeremy Hill. That's not even getting into what Perfect did. Then mm, uh, did the follow Pac Man Jones. What one actually like one of the best games I've ever watched. I I actually like laughed my ass off just watching them. Like I remember watching that with Neil Shipley. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ben on like all of. The I remember, pick. yeah, Landry Jones throw throw a pick, and I was like, "Oh, we're not winning this game." And then as soon as we got the ball back, I'm like, "There's no way in hell you're putting him back in." And then you see Ben hobbling his way on the field. Now that is like the Ben that I know and love. <laughs> Just man had zero idea what was happening. I like, I like, I, like, I guarantee you, man was just he was out there. Yeah, but that game was also the game that Antonio Brown was never the same afterwards. Well, people alleged he got CTE from that. Come on. I I, I can understand why you think that, but I think the more that I've looked into CTE, it's more so, like, repeated, like, traumatic hits like that. Yeah. Like, take Junior Seau, who was a middle linebacker. And is not dead because of CTE. I don't know if he was dead from that, but he def his life definitely wasn't the same after football. Yeah. Now I know that this isn't like like everything that like CTE is, but it's like I feel like Antonio like is really not raging on like his like social media or like making a scene at all about anything or having any issues at all nowadays, but like he had a COVID this week, but I'll bet I'll bet that uh Tom Brady probably talked some sense into him. <laughs> Words of wisdom. I mean, Tom I mean realistically I feel like that's one one of the ways that he would stop is if Tom Brady was like, look, you gotta stop the fucking everything up. That's mm-hmm. it's also the sense of being humbled too, where yeah, where like early twenty, what was it twenty? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Where he's like, I'm this, I'm this, I'm the best receiver in the league. I could just do whatever the hell I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, which he and, was, and just but... say whatever the hell I want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, while he was, it's like you cannot, you cannot be that guy. You can't just like say anything you want. You aren't going to get everything you want. 
then there was that point in 2020 where I was like, damn, I really, it's just that realization that you fucked up and you like try to change and some people are able to change from that, but, mm-hmm. and the people that do right now, he's yeah. on the bucks, won a Super Bowl and, last year. And like, you, you do <laughs> got to, so he's still with the bucks. Is he getting much play time? He is. Yeah, he is. I don't think I've watched a Bucks game yet. He's got a. I know you got a touchdown. Like to, yeah, in the first game. But he did not play this past week because of COVID. But yeah, I'd say he's he's still a solid wide receiver in the league. He's still like a number one on most teams. Yeah. <laughs> a amount of teams. Yeah. You have him like on the Jags. He's easily number one. The Lions. Oh, the Lions. <laughs> Cephas, my boy. Cephas did not do anything this week. It's not Tyrell Williams. I picked. I tried in every single league. I tried to pick up Cephas, and mm. I, I never put him in. I'm so glad that I didn't. Yeah, man. <laughs> you really can only like uh, rely on like Swift and Hawkinson in that offense. It's about the only yeah. things you can rely on. And Jamal Williams. Yeah. Actually, player. He, uh, I mean, I don't think he's underrated in Detroit, but I think he's just underrated. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he stepped in. He he filled a big spot with Aaron Jones because he's, he's a playmaker, and he mm-hmm. he did really well. Super successful last season. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a perfect compliment back. We talking about how uh, I think all of us have a win now in fantasy. I don't know, I don't know if it updated. Jerry just got a dub. <laughs> finally caught my W. Oh, I'm so happy, dude. Dude, dude I'm you're, actually you were about to get roasted so badly if you lost the year. <laughs> I know. I I cannot believe that I actually like won this week. Like I was watching like the you were like, talking uh, one o'clock games. Literally the whole year, I was like, Ian has a like look at look at what he has, bro. Look <laughs> at his team. And then everyone they decide to get injured when I have to face Ian. <laughs> and I and I and I find a way to pull it out. I don't even know how. Like Zach Moss and uh, Naheem Hines were like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make you lose this week. But did not end up happening. That's what if you'd have gone the whole. Ever since the draft, you'd have went just roasting Ian's team the entire time, and you would have just lost him to go three. <laughs> One of the most humbling. What about a terrible look? What about? <laughs> There's always like that one person in the league that you're like, I can't lose to them. Like uh, if I lost, it's whatever. Jonathan is literally that, that person to me. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm like Jonathan knows that 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 he's that guy to me. Mm-hmm. Like if I beat him, nothing else matters. <laughs> I think he also won this week, the first win of the year for him. So now it's just Ian. It's three. just Ian, and then uh, cheesy boy. God damn! I'm I'm just happy that I didn't have the most embarrassing L. Of the week. Oh, shout no, out Andrew. Was Andrew. Shout out Andrew for losing by 100 points. Oh, 100 and. This is my 
this is my fourth straight year of having my first loss in week three. Mm, happens. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. I mean. No, so I swear, swear to God, every game I lose, it's always because some random that never produces gets 20 to 25. Like yep. Emmanuel Sanders, <laughs> six points, and he's probably not gonna reach ten points or fifteen points for the next several weeks. And it's just gonna be like, Sam, I wanted to beat your ass this week. <laughs> yeah, you might be hurt though with uh, McCaffrey Smith out. Yeah, that one's gonna hurt a little bit. Next week it's gonna be dicey. I just gotta hope Sermon's starting. Yeah, it's uh, where it's uh, where uh, Cordero would be clutch, but Jared had to lose he... that game. <laughs> Swift, he said, "Nah, I'm not gonna get one more fantasy point for you." <laughs> That's all I get. It's always been a Monday no. night nail bit nail biter for Beans. I know. <laughs> like, Three weeks in a row, I'm like, this week wasn't that awful. This, this week I had everything I needed within like the first five yeah. minutes, and I was like, ah, perfect. That's what I yeah. I'm glad that my game, my match was over by the time the 4 p.m. games are done. Because mm-hmm. in the in a sense, like it sucks, but at the same time, you'd rather not be stressed about it until Monday. Exactly. Yeah, no, I hate it. I hate it when it goes into Monday. I'd rather know, you know, on Sunday at mm-hmm. the end of the night. That's what the first two weeks for me were that, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like who played? Oh, it was on Lamar. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but oh well. Spe- speaking of Lamar, he has Marquise Brown still catching TDs. Oh my lord! Oh, Wide open multiple times, can't catch for shit. Uh, Rashad, ba- Rashad Bateman coming back. I'll be huge. Lamar won't even look at him as he just runs right down the field for thirty yards. But Some, someone want to trade for him? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, I could use a QB. <laughs> I got Jalen and Goff. So <laughs> Hertz is all done. I think I don't know. I for fantasy, he's definitely gonna be good. Yeah, definitely I not. Mean, he ha- he's pro- he's not not anything crazy. Right? He's produced like, starting points at like the bottom of the barrel. Literally averaged twenty three. Yeah. Like it's some, not your win condition, but he'll, he'll especially in a fourteen man league, you're getting by with that. Well, I mean, what you take off those two interceptions as well, and he's a little bit higher. Four. Not crazy, but mm-hmm. that's what hurts the seventeenth, and that's not even taking into account his Monday night game. Yeah, and what we got a fourteen man league. Yeah. So any QB you get is gonna be. It's pretty much gotta be top ten or not. Yeah. Shout out to Storm that's happening because why not? <laughs> I don't know if y'all hear that or not. Nah. Oh damn! All right, good. <laughs> not a uh, not sports talk, but we. We just moved into our new house, and it was, like, crazy rain for a couple days. Mm -hmm. And, like, anytime it stopped raining, frogs outside were crazy. Like, the the loudest I've ever heard of just, just like, 
so many frogs. Compared to seven oh one, that's what it was, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, how much? How much better or worse is the house? You think? I'm a fan uh, of the house. I don't know about smelly, but I'm sorry, I cut in there. No, nah, you got it. Uh, I do like the house. You know, now that I got the larger room, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know it's really upset about that. But... Well, no, honestly, I'm not too upset about that because, like, when I looked at all the rooms before it was moved in, I didn't even notice that it was bigger. So, I mean, yeah. it's bigger, but not by, like, a huge margin. So, mm-hmm. I'm not losing sleep. Just punching the wall a couple times. Mm-hmm. I like the house. You know, it's nice to have, I don't know, like, not having to, like, worry about like neighbors at all like like we have like neighbors but not like right above us like right next to us Hmm. it's nice yeah i think there's like really really good pros and then (coughs) really horrible cons and so i mean like i feel like it balances it out for me i don't love it but like i also don't hate it (laughs) my god stop down there again Oh yeah. Maybe for New Year's. Yeah. We'll see though. I'm, I'm saying New Year's. <laughs> Gotta come for Jared's birthday. I was thinking about talking. I, I was talking with Jacob. He could tell you this. I was talking with Jacob about secretly coming down there and just surprising you. <laughs> that would have been insane, but parents didn't want me getting the plane ticket. Yeah. So, plus um, plus it's also during school. Yeah, you got to worry about that. That do be tough. So, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out something. Mm-hmm. Definitely during the winter. Speaking of which, uh, when's the PA trip? PA, I gotta. We we need to get it. We need we need to get it going. We I do. Think. We do oh, have to like. I'm not saying like. I'm not saying it has to happen specifically, but we do need to talk about it. Like, the, at least planning it, I should say. Because mm-hmm. I assume y'all would be looking towards December, like beginning of December, sort of like when you came back last year. Yeah. It would be cold then. It would be, but... Coming up whenever it's cold, I know. That's what I do every every, every single time. I don't know. Well, no, I like that, though, because I've been... I've been itching to like see snow and everything. I don't know. Is it gonna be snowing Have in December? Seen... Oh, it when I was be. up there last, it was, it was a lot of snow. Yeah. Like, like when I was leaving, there was at least like eight. Have you ever seen snow? I have. I mean, I've seen it, you know, enough times, but I I never really like get to like. I don't think I've ever gotten to enjoy it that much. Like, have you been in snow or no? Yeah, yeah. So like uh, when, okay. when I was like mad young, like too young to remember, mm-hmm. I used to go up to Michigan. And uh, oh, yeah, we used, like, snowmobiles and all that fun stuff. But then, like, once I got older, it was kind of just, like, more, like, family stuff going for Thanksgiving, which is, like, right on the cusp. So you'd get a little bit of snow, but nobody gets to really enjoy it. Yeah. And so, like, I'm definitely down for, like, a, a winter trip. Yeah, like like an Airbnb or something for, yeah. for like a week. I don't know if y'all snowboard over there either, but if there's, like, snowboarding to do. We could go to Seven Springs. Yeah, Seven Springs. I've never done that. That's on the bucket list for sure. We're we're running up uh, Meadows Casino too. Yes. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> yes, gambling sir. addiction time. Woo. 
Sam, you win any you win any money this week or this weekend? This week's this week's looking rough. I ain't even gonna lie. Reality check. That's literally what happened. You'll win early on and you're like, ah shit, this is easy. This is so easy. And then it just yep. it goes away quickly. I might bet Jamar getting two TDs Thursday. I was thinking about doing it this time. Oh, yeah, that's an easy one. I was, I was thinking against the Jags. Weekend, and he did it, and I was pissed that I didn't make that bet. Mm-hmm. Nah, I you, think it's uh, an easy lock this up, this up next week against the Jags. I don't know. Seems like an easy lock. He scored four touchdowns in three games. Man, it's crazy. Nah, I, I, I don't care how people give the Bengals shit for not taking Sewell. When, but the very next pick with the Dolphins, they took Waddle, who's clearly nowhere near as talented as Sewell. And O line for them is probably a bigger need than it is for the Bungles. Mm. Yeah. That's just my take on that. I think it was more just everyone like watching uh, a Burrow get injured last year and they were like, oh, you need an O line. Like this man. King like get injured again, uh, mm-hmm. but I mean I think that's like so very far. valid. Yeah, it is a valid argument, but but let's not act look like at their wide receivers they got Higgins. Well, let's uh, not act like Jamar is not the best prospect to come out since Julio. Yeah, he's a beast. Like it's not it's not like them taking Henry Ruggs or John Ross, Jalen Rager. Jay Sarah, Jay Side. Nikhil Harry, that's another one. He looked okay this week. Am I wrong? Who is the guy on? Uh... He's no, on the I'm... Patriots. Yeah, I, I, I thought he did good this week. Am I wrong? I mean, I know the Patriots lost. So uh, let's go to players. Talking about add players. We got wide receivers this week in fantasy. I could have <laughs> swore he had a good week this week. Could throw, could throw could throw Kadarius Tony in that. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I had to. See, they just they don't know how to use them. Oh no, that was uh, a Kendrick a born that had a good week. What were you saying, Elliot? I think the, I hate to revisit the whole QB talk, but I think the Patriots might have their finger on the pulse as to how to develop a QB. Mac, and that's gonna yeah. sound so off base, like because Mac Jones isn't really doing anything. Exactly. But I think that's kind of the point. A team with structure knows how to properly develop a team. Yeah, or Jesus, a QB. Um, yeah. Take, take the by Jets by virtually being like, you know, like <laughs> you're doing nothing, you're just going out there. I mean, no, I think but... that you get to be comfortable, and and then like when it's go time after all your preparation and. You're so much more comfortable. I because, think he'll. Ha- I think he'll develop really well. Because there's a system in play, yeah, in place for that player. Where I hate, I hate to speak so highly of the Patriots because I I hate them so much. But like I I think that they're probably doing the best job of developing like one of the newer quarterbacks. Exactly. Take the Jets for example, with Sam Darnold, and from what we've seen so far with Zach Wilson. It's literally just don't give Donald a line. 
Don't give them any real receivers. Don't give them a running game. Have the defense not be that good. And just expect him to hero ball it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're making – and so far they're making Zach Wilson do the same exact thing. Yeah. Now, granted, some of it is misfortune. Uh, Mekhi Becton being hurt definitely sucks. And – I do, I do want to believe this front office has changed from past regimes, especially with this past draft looking really good. But it's just going to take time to shed that narrative of just being a of just being a dysfunctional team, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, make a case they're probably even more dysfunctional than the Jags, but. Yeah, whenever they had, who was it, Adam Gase? Like, yeah. That was really like the dark ages there for the Jets. Just, I, don't, I have no clue what the hell they saw in him to hire him in Miami. I don't know what they saw from him, but. And what that was a did terrible they, idea. Holy. It's good. Mm-hmm. Literally the one thing I can think of. But is there really much anything else to talk on or I think we got a lot of yeah, we got a lot there. It's mm-hmm. a good episode. Almost one AM now. Yep. All right, well um, Smelly, thank you for hopping on this episode. Oh yes, sir. Anytime. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Play, um playlist TN. Hey, we Ooh. gotta get it going, get it going right now. I got my Xbox all all set up. Mm-hmm. You get like the new Xbox yet, Sam? Did not. I uh, still haven't gotten yeah. it. Holy cow! Yeah, I know. It's like uh, Smelly and I have been I working on Ultimate it. Team. We've been yeah, yeah. We've been working hard on Ultimate Team. We're in eighty-five overall now. I think. Oh shit! That's like yeah. it. Jared's going to make me get a new Xbox just so I can play Madden. Mm-hmm. That's literally what he's doing to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like such a convincing argument, though. Yeah. I'm actually upset that they're like, you can only hop on Madden with someone if they have like the same oh. a console as you now. It's kind of dumb. It's, but. I don't know. I think it, it was, if I remember right, because it's been a minute, I'm pretty sure I remember feeling super left out when the Xbox One came out. And I was still on my Xbox 360. And, like, I would see that people were online, but I wasn't able to play with them. Yeah. yeah. And you so know, it's, it's, it's a like bit different now. Yeah, like, the Xbox, like, 360, like, like interface and everything, I thought was a lot different than, like, the Xbox One. But when I'm looking at, like, yeah, like this Xbox One S, it's, like, the same thing, just with, like, a better, like, I don't know, like... Like the visuals are better. It's really yeah. about it. Runs a little faster. And they've also, I mean, they've put like a bunch of focus in like being able to play between complete different companies and consoles. So I mean, you should at least be able to play with. I might gotta get Xbox. They're different. If people on PC and Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo Switch can all play together. Mm-hmm. Still waiting on GTA cross platform. Oh, dude, I wish. Uh-huh. 
I want to get GTA on my PC so bad, but it's just like a waste. Yeah. The amount of like, like hackers hard. though on that is just oh, unreal. Yeah. Like on the PC, it's crazy. On GTA? Yeah. At least like on yeah, like online at least. I've honestly never never seen any of it because I'm only yeah. ever on Xbox for it. Yeah. Uh, Jacob used to run it like on his, and it was just really funny to watch him just like a mod in all the money and all the vehicles and everything. Yes. Really funny to watch, and 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 then he got banned. But you know, yep. <laughs> like yeah. if you hide take, it, you know, they take it serious over there. I know. I guess some of my uh, Kachina Bella friends in a playlist one time. Mm. Shout out to uh, Chris. Maybe, maybe. They got Xbox. No, some of them got PS4. I I think some of them got Xbox, but I'm not entirely sure. Mm. I don't know. We got to get Eddie Lamp in the next one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, brother. All right. But uh, thank y'all for tuning in this week. Um, Not sure when we'll post another one, but. Hopefully we're right Hopefully back within on... three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks. Hey, hey, we got, I got all moved in. I, sh- I should be okay now. I should be okay. I got everything all maybe, set uh, up in the house. Maybe uh, Jared and Andrew won't go to the gym for two and a half <laughs> <laughs> We like, 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 we have to grind, man. It's how it goes. Sam, man, you're built. How long do you spend in the gym? Way too much. Yeah. <laughs> you see, spend two hours as well. Like, is the that di- the key? The difference is, I don't go at no, I, I'm working till nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, he no, ain't there not. at nine, nine to 11. <laughs> yeah. That's... I'm like, I'm like, Jared, I need to. Jared, I got work till nine. Are you gonna be available? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna go to the gym real quick. <laughs> and then oh, a couple hours later, later. <laughs> all right, we're done. Let me let me make a let me make a smoothie real quick. But I, uh, but I'd say this about the gym: if if I were to get a half hour run in and got a workout in and played some basketball, and I might be there two fifteen, mm-hmm. two hours and fifteen minutes. Well, but that's mind. also that's also like doing three things that are like incredibly <laughs> enduring. Mm-hmm. Now, do I trust Jared and Andrew to be doing that at Planet Fitness? <laughs> Definitely not. We don't have <laughs> the same shit at Planet. <laughs> Most of the time, it'd be waiting half an hour for that's... Andrew to get out the door. I feel but like you didn't hear that from me. I feel like it's gonna be 30, 45 minutes of of just being on phones. Oh yeah, and I can't like, right. talk that's, shit. That's I'm not, not even, going right. Smelly, so you that's were at the gym. A, you yeah. were at the gym for a that's solid not, week. No, 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 no. That's no. not even a PF thing. That's a gym thing. <laughs> no, I know, but like, I don't know. Like me, like if if I'm there, like I don't. I want to get in and out as fast as possible. Like if I'm gonna go to the gym, then like I'm gonna do whatever I need to do. But, like, I don't know. I'm speed running that shit because I'm not trying to be there for two hours. <laughs> One yeah, hour is long pump. enough. Good pump. <laughs> Good pump. Yeah. I mean, I'll be hitting arms for days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting that uh, 325 squat down. Jeez. <laughs> I did see that video. 
Hey. My legs would not be able Crazy. to hold that. You oh, give shame. that guy a twisted T, and all of a sudden he's <laughs> you say fetching three hundred. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, hopefully we'll be back next week. Smelly again. Thank you for hopping on. But uh, that wraps up episode four here, season two, <laughs> and we'll see y'all next time. Yes, Much love, Shrey gang. Yeah. <laughs> Much love. <laughs> That's my favorite part of saying that. <laughs>